From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Afternoon Edition. We don't get it! Shut it down! We don't get it! Shut it down! We don't get it! Shut it down! Right now on the Afternoon Edition, flight attendants hit the picket lines here in the Bay Area and around the world in what's being called a day of action. Good afternoon, I'm Elizabeth Cook in for Ryan today. From Guam to Atlanta to SFO, thousands of frustrated flight attendants are rallying 30 major airports. They're demanding better pay, retirement benefits, and flexible schedules. The unions also want flight attendants to be paid for all their time working. Most are not compensated for time spent waiting between flights in the airport or even time boarding the plane. Well, most of us are in contract negotiations right now, and we're, we need to have progress. We're, some of us haven't had contracts or raises for the last five years, and it's really important that we show our solidarity because all airlines are in the same boat. We're fighting corporate greed. We, want to, we need a livable wage, and we need to get paid for all the hours we're at work. SFO says the demonstration is not impacting airport operations. On to first alert weather now. Here's a live look outside across the Bay Area. Take advantage of the sunny weather. An active system is expected to bring even more rain to our region tomorrow. One area of concern is along the Big Sur coastline. About 50 people are trapped because landslides have cut them off from the west of the world. There is no way in and no way out. Crews had already been fixing the roads after landslides late last year. And just last week, there were two more blocking Highway 1, keeping folks from going north or south. And it's, it really puts people to the test out here, and that's what this place is uh, really uh, great for. It really pushes people to immerse themselves in this nature and survive. We become big survivors in that sense. A really optimistic way of looking at it. Caltrans has been helping get people and supplies in and out of the area. But with more rain in the forecast, there's a risk of even more landslides in the area. So let's go to meteorologist Jessica Birch now in our virtual weather studio. Jess? It's a beautiful Tuesday forecast with partly cloudy skies throughout the Bay Area, upper 50s and lower 60s for our daytime highs, and light winds throughout most of the Bay. But the winds are going to start kicking up tomorrow as we await a new system bringing in heavy showers all throughout the afternoon hours tomorrow, just in time for Valentine's Day. Now, as we take a quick look at what's going on for us in our forecast models, we can see anywhere from a half an inch to an inch of rain fall throughout the Bay Area as an area of low pressure moves its way in from offshore. And we're going to see a round two of that heading into this weekend with unsettled weather last into next week. Well, let's time out tomorrow real fast. These partly cloudy skies today are moving in from offshore with light winds widespread throughout the bay. Heading into our early morning hours tomorrow, we get splashes of light showers up in the North Bay, and then it's game on into the afternoon hours with moderate to heavy rain falling, starting along our coastline in the North Bay, stretching its way down into the Santa Clara Valley as we head into evening hours tomorrow night. Now, this will impact the commute time home. Of course, if you're heading back from work or school, this is going to be what we're battling as we head into the evening hours tomorrow. It clears up into the overnight hours on our Wednesday forecast. By Thursday, we're left with partly cloudy skies as we gear up for more rain heading into our weekend forecast. Now to a developing story out of San Mateo. Residents in one neighborhood are reeling this afternoon after learning police found four people, including two four-year-olds, dead inside a home. The tragic discovery happened yesterday morning on Alameda de las Pulgas. Police say they were doing a welfare check at the home when they found the victims. Investigators have been tight-lipped about what exactly happened, but neighbors are shocked and say they heard what sounded like gunshots just before police arrived. You hear it's an entire family, mother, father, two minor children, 
of course your mind starts to go to a place of what tragic event happened. I think they always decorate the house for Halloween. Now, police did insist they're not searching for suspects and that there is no threat to the public. Let's take a live look at San Francisco City Hall right now, where former Supervisor Mark Farrell officially announced he's jumping into the mayor's race in November, running against London Breed. The conditions of our streets have never been worse. Our local economy is broken, and we have literally become the butt of jokes across our country and abroad. Mark Farrell says he wants to replace the police chief, create a new center to connect homeless people with shelter and services, and reopen all of Market Street to streetcars. He served as the, city, as the, city, the city's mayor in 2018 for six months after Mayor Ed Lee's death and is now Breed's third high-profile challenger following supervisor Asha Safai and nonprofit founder Daniel Lurie. To Washington now, after a rare all-nighter, the U.S. Senate passed a major foreign aid package early this morning, with 22 Republicans joining Democrats. The bill includes $95 billion in aid for Ukraine, Israel, and the Indo-Pacific. While the issue has divided GOP lawmakers, supporters say national security is at risk if U.S. allies don't get the help they need. This is a rare moment where history is looking upon the United States and seeing if we will stand up for our values, stand up to bullies like Putin, and do the right thing. This is about whether we spend it across the ocean or whether we spend it in our country. But as to where the bill goes from here still remains unclear. The House Speaker says he won't consider a security package that does not include a southern border. The provisions to boost border security had to be stripped from the bipartisan Senate bill last week after a growing number of GOP lawmakers said they didn't go far enough. Meantime, the Biden administration is pushing for another hostage deal and ceasefire in the Middle East as Israel continues its assault on southern Gaza. The death toll in Gaza is inspiring folks here in the Bay Area to offer whatever help they can. And a Bay Area doctor decided to risk his own life hopping a plane on a plane to head to the war-torn region. Kenny Choi shows us the driving force behind the mission as he leaves behind his wife and two young children. These are the final moments together for Dr. Mohammed Sube and his family before he embarks on an uncertain and dangerous five-week medical mission to Gaza. If I'm not going to do it, who's going to do it? Sube came to the U.S. as a Palestinian refugee when he was seven years old. He's a Stanford-educated emergency room doctor who's been looking to join a non-governmental organization offering medical aid in the ever-growing humanitarian crisis. The heart really hurts right now. And I'm hoping me going there and being able to help out is a way to at least alleviate some of that hurt or feel like I'm doing something. The Saratoga resident has volunteered for missions before. The World Health Organization says there have been more than 300 attacks on healthcare facilities in Gaza since the start of the war. This will be Sube's first one to Gaza. Not afraid of death. I'm more concerned about my journey in this life and, you know, uh, being held to account at the end of the day, being able to say, I give it 100%. Well, half of me is like kind of nervous about it because he might, like, you know, get hurt or not come back. But half of me is kind of honored because he literally gets to go to, you know, where it's happening and just help people. 
Holding back tears, his youngest son, seven-year-old Mahed, clutched his father tightly. His mother, Naima, is embracing the life lesson he's giving his children. As a family, this, this value is very important to us. It's the idea that we're not living in this world just for ourselves and our own family. We're a part of, of humanity. The tragedy that we're witnessing in front of our own eyes, they don't have much help from the rest of the world. They need all the help they deserve, and he is willing to give, offer that help. It makes me proud of him. We see babies being pulled out of rubble, uh, bodies being torn into pieces, and a heart that's hurting is a heart that's alive, and I hope everybody is awake and alive and, aw and, and awake to the atrocities. Sube is grateful to those praying for him. He's hoping others will ask themselves a question. Give a moment to reflect on what your life's purpose is today and uh, not get caught up in the pomp and glitter of this life. As Subay says goodbye, a new journey is about to begin. In our Muslim faith, we believe that if one were to save one life, if a human were to save one life, it's as if he or she has saved all of humanity. Saving lives, inspiring his boys, and bringing some hope to a dark place of suffering.